said before, Pastor Marek and Swavik, who is uh, one of his associates and who has been with serving with Marek for over, what, 20, 20 years? 25 years. I didn't thought you. I thought you were only 26. <laughs> so, uh, tw- over 25 years. So you're you're my age, huh? Okay. So we. If you have never heard, some of you have never heard, and so I'm excited. Uh, this is our contact in Poland. This is where when we go to Poland, this is who we join. This is who we serve with. This is who we get to have a great time with. This is who we get to love on and who we get to receive love from. And so we're excited. So let's just well. Welcome, Pastor Mark, and uh, come on up, brother. Works? Everything good? There it is. Little bit technics, and we got lost. It's good to be here. Amen? Amen. I was thinking, uh, how long have I been coming here? Now, I've been coming here to Midland since 1988. First time I came in 1988 to see those beautiful two couples. They looked at me that time and they said, who is this skin Polish boy doing? (laughs) And God put us together and we're still together because friends and family stay together. Amen. 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 It's so great joy for me to be here again. I'm so thankful for what your church is doing for Poland. And thank you that you're sending this beautiful team to Poland. Last uh, winter, they did a great, awesome job with the children. This year, we will do the youth. And then uh, we're expecting lots of young people. And then I know that uh, half of your church is coming to Poland. <laughs> but you never know what you, what you have done, you know. Uh, you've done such a great job to touch those little ones, their lives. Sometimes we wonder, I don't know if, uh, if it's uh, worthy to go there. But I tell you, it's worthy. That's right. It's worthy. And what you have planted, what you have done, what you have sowed into Poland, into our ministry, God will reward you. And I'm very thankful to that. Let me show you the presentation of uh, uh, what we are at with some updated pictures. And then uh, the second one we will show you about the child sponsorship program that we do. And Swavik will share about it. Swavik is with me since he was 15 years old. Amen. Almost 16. 15? 16. So... Uh, we want to show you the, the presentation about uh, child sponsorship program. And I want to thank you, all of, all of you who, who are involved in this program so many years. And uh, thank you very much. We do a, a great job and we help so many children. And uh, we have big influence in their lives. I want to thank uh, all the people who visit us in Poland help us with the camps and uh, to build the, the church in Griffith and to, to serve the youth and children uh, on, on the camps. So this year you are very, very welcome on our, on our camp and I hope many of you will come again. Yes? So uh, 
In this year, so, and so last years we have uh, 25 children every year in our program. This year we have just 12. 12, two of them, they are uh, small, very small children. They are in foster families. One is in my family, two and a half year old, Maya. And 10 of them, they are handicapped children. And uh, last year we helped them and we continue because they need our help. Uh, in Poland, when you, when you have a handicapped child, uh, it's always uh, the same. You struggle with finances because you don't have any help. Uh, mostly mother, they stay with, with, the, with the child. All the child stay at home, whole days, and uh, the mother uh, can't work because the child needs need help and, and care. Uh, so it's always, they always struggle with finances. They always struggle with, uh, with rehabilitation because the, the Polish government will not pay you for, for that and they, they don't have rehabilitations. Uh, they have what they can do by, them, by themselves. Yeah? So uh, if you can and you will help us with these children, uh, we buy uh, rehabilitations for them, we buy some staffs they need, uh, we buy some staffs for the, for the school, because even if some of them are, are going to the special school, they don't have any special chair, they don't have any special uh, things that they need to use in the, in this, in the schools. Uh, even uh, if they need some, some special things like uh, ear, uh, Ear heads, ear hearings, yeah, for the, for because the, the especially one, the child, they don't, uh, he don't hear, and uh, so the Polish government will not cover the costs. So thank you very much for the, you know, <laughs> Katie. Thank you very much. That was that was blessing for him. Uh, so there is so many, uh, so many needs in, in these children's lives, and uh, every year we uh, we are coming here, and especially Marek, he's coming with with faith, and we believe that we can help them for another year. So we believe that this this year will be the same. God God always supplies uh, the, our needs and we can, we can help these children. We will show you the presentation about, about these children, how we help, and how we try to change their lives. But I, I want to uh, thank you very much one more time. You do a great, great job in, in Poland with, with child sponsorship program and with the camps. And this February, we very welcome you. We'll have a youth uh, camp and you can help us. You can help us with, I hope, 50 youth and we'll have a great time. Like last year, <laughs> that was, you know, that was for them, for youth. I'm, at, <laughs> I'm too old to say <laughs> I'm youth. He said only to 30. <laughs> <laughs> 
so the, this train is gone. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we have great time. You know that this camp changed me uh, a lot, especially the last evening. What we have that was was great time. So we very welcome you and show this presentation. And on the end, we have just we have cards. You can take the card for the. Uh, it, yeah, and you, you can help the child, yes? You're very welcome, and you can have, if you have some questions, we can answer after the, after the meeting. We'll stay there, yeah? Some of you have been involved for so many years with the, our program. This, this is a great help for us. I really appreciate it for that. Uh, let me share with you guys word today. Where are my glasses? I hope I have it. They're in the car. But with the glasses I can do too. Well, uh, I believe, you know, that uh, God gives us the time. We have a saying in Poland that I don't have a time. Do you have this saying here? Yeah. I'm so busy, I don't have a time. And very often in our lives, we think this way. But I tell you something, time is a gift of God. Amen. When I was born, I was born into the time. I was born in Poland, 28th of December, 1961, in Poland. I remember one day I was in Hawaii at the Haggai Institute. I was walking around when, and it got birthed a vision in me. But when I was walking there and walking outside by the ocean, I thought, why I wasn't born in Hawaii? I love Hawaii. <laughs> then I remember somebody helped us uh, and took us on a cruise to Paradise Island with Marisha. And it was a long time ago. And I said, honey, it's so beautiful here. Why we were not born here in, uh, in Paradise Island? I love Paradise Island. But I was born in Poland in the time in 1961. And I believe that God put us in these places wherever we are for a reason. For a reason. The Bible tells us also, use your time wisely. Time is so important to many of us. You know, without time, we are dead. <laughs> and God gave us a special time. The Bible calls it in Greek, Hebrew, kairos. This is a special time or special period of time. I have received this time in my life and I want to share with you with the different connections. First thing I want to share with you that God gives us the time do we trust him in that time or not? I came here to the States in 1987. I trusted the Lord. God gave me a special time. God gave me a special time when I went to Warsaw and I studied in Warsaw five years theology. It was a special Kairos time for me because God was forming me already in that place. But God gives us different times in our lives. So the time that God gives us, do we trust Him? 
I trust him with all of my heart. I was trusting him when I was in Warsaw, and I was trusting, trusting him when I came here to this, uh, to this uh, nation, and I was study at CFNI, at Christ for the Nations, in 1987-88. So when I was thinking about the time, praise the Lord for glasses. <laughs> I look now better, huh? <laughs> when I was thinking about the time, uh, I was thinking about, uh, about Jacob. Jacob from Old Testament, when he had to go to Egypt, it was a special time for him. He trusted the Lord and he went to Egypt. But think about it. For 23 years, he was thinking that his son Joseph is dead. And his other sons are coming back from Egypt because of the famine in the nation. And they're telling his, their, uh, their father that his son is alive. How could he feel? Are they going to cheat me? What are they going to tell me? 23 years I'm living with this conscious that my son Joseph is dead. And all of a sudden, they're telling me that my son is alive. He didn't want to go there. That's why God had to come to his life and told him, go to Egypt. If he would stay in Canaan, he would lose everything what he would have. And probably people too. But he trusted God and submitted his will to God. It was Kairos time for Jacob. Amen. Do you trust in the time that God gives you? God gives us different kinds of times. Use your time wisely that God gives you now. The Bible tells us in Proverbs, trust the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your mind, and do not lean on your understanding. Believe Him. Amen? To trust Him. So God gives us the time. Do you trust in this time? The second thing when I think about the time, I think about the time and our faith. Do you believe when God gives you a special time, Kairos time? Or not? When I started the church, I believed that God sent me to this small town of Grif of Shlonsky. I believed that God was sending me back to Poland from the States. Did I want to stay here? Sure, I wanted to stay here. <laughs> but I knew that I have to go back because God has a plan in my life and for my nation. What would happen if I would stay here? Maybe I will have a pretty easy life. Maybe I will work for Greg. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, but I went back. And because I went back, he is the one of the fruit. Amen. God gives us the time. And we believe in the time that God gives us. 
When we started the church, we started from nothing, from zero. God saved two ladies from Jehovah Witness Organization, and you all know those, the story. And God saved the other people. Uh, and then many alcoholics, many prisoners. I never forget, we started the ministry calling out to those alcoholics called the New Hope, because there's a new hope for them. There was another man, we took him up from the streets. And when, uh, when he came, he was giving the testimony. When he sat down, he went to be with the Lord, died in the service. What a powerful story. We believed in the time that God gives us. God gave me the time and I believed that God called me into the ministry. And it was Kairos time for me and for Marisha. And when I think about the time and faith, I was thinking about Abraham. Think about it. God is calling Abraham, not a young boy, he's an old man. And he's telling him to leave this land where he is and go to the promised land that he wants to give him. We have a saying in Poland this. You don't move the old tree and plant to other place. <laughs> but sometimes God wants to do that. Sometimes when we minister to the older people in Poland who are, who are so... Uh, long in the catholic church they were raised in the catholic church they were growing in the catholic church they were bound with the tradition with the religion and all of a sudden when they got saved and set free from the religion it's not easy we've got one lady when she got saved she was over 80 years old and we baptized her in that age and she became a member of our church. We believed in that time that God gives us. So Abraham, he believed what God spoke to him. Because God gave him the time to move. He trusted God. He believed God. He believed God also for the promise that God gave him to have a son. He believed in the promise. What would happen... If he would not believe, time will pass. We all receive the time and believe that God will do a miracle and supernatural things in your life. Amen. Sometimes this special time that God gives us is very short, it's limited. Sometimes it's a 15 minutes and you either way believe that God gives you this time and he, God can use you in this time or not. In September, I was in Warsaw. We had a convention, pastor's convention in Warsaw. And then uh, we, have a, we have a Uber taxi. You know, we have Uber taxi. You know what is good with that? It's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap in Poland. So I'm staying in the hotel in Warsaw, in the central hotel. And the, the, the conference of our pastor's conference was just a little bit on the edge of the Warsaw. So it takes me about 25 minutes to, to drive there. I, I, I didn't have a car there, but to take the Uber. So I'm taking the Uber. I'm sitting in the car just by myself and the driver. And all of a sudden, the telephone rings. Not mine, his. And he on the loudspeaker. And I hear that. So the lady is speaking to him and says, you know, he didn't come back home again. And she's telling, I am tired of that. For so many years, he, he drinks all the time. He will 
go away, wouldn't be at home for a few days, that he come back, loses wallet, loses uh, papers, IDs, and then I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do. And she's pouring her heart to her friend who is in the taxi that they live in the same uh, complex, in the same buildings. And all of a sudden he says, well, you know, I'm sorry, I cannot talk to you because I have a client. I will call you later. That was my time. That was my time. I knew that I have a 15 minutes so I can plant the seed into this man's heart. So I'm telling him. I said, well, listen, who, is that your friend? He said, yeah, yeah, this is uh, my, uh, my friends, the couple, and then he drinks all the time. I said, how old is he? Oh, he's around 40. And then he's, uh, he will be working during the, the, the whole week, and then and on the weekends he will, be, he will be drinking so heavy that he doesn't remember where he is, where he goes, and then she's, she's, uh, she, she doesn't know what to do. And I told her, but you know, there is a way out. And in 15 minutes, I share about some people's life, like Andrew, who was 17 years an alcoholic, six years in the prison, and one year nonstop drunk, and God set him free and delivered from the alcohol bandage. Then I said about the Eddie. Then I said about this man, Valeric, who was an alcoholic. His life was homeless. I mean, he was homeless. He didn't have anything. And God set him free from the bandage of alcohol. And I shared with him, and I gave him, and it was only 15 minutes. I had to, to do that in a 15 minutes. And I gave him a card, and I told him, well, I'm leaving for the States. But when I come back, tell your friend to call me, and I will be willing and happy to help whatever way we can help. And then, because there is a way out for your friend. He can be set free. He doesn't have to be and doesn't have to live in the bondage of alcoholism. So God gives us the time and we believe that God can use us in the special time that God gives us. God gives you the time. Do you trust him the time? God gives you the time. Do you believe him in that Kairos time? God gives you the time. Do you obey him? When I was thinking about the obedience, I was thinking about the Gideon. Gideon was the special man. He was one of the least uh, in, the, in, his, uh, in his tribe. The nations was in a terrible shape. The Midianites were com- coming and taking everything from people from Israel, they were living in uh, caves under the ground like animals. And all of a sudden, God is coming to Gideon and tell him, I want to use you to bring freedom to the whole nation. Can you imagine? The Gideon says, who am I? I'm just the least of the least people. Why me? But he obeyed God. God gave him a time, he obeyed God, and when he went to rescue the whole nations, he brought the freedom to the whole nations for many years. Do you obey God when God gives you this special time? I always tell this, and I will always tell this, that I'm standing here in the front of you because somebody obeyed God. There was a man in Ukraine, 
he obeyed God when God spoke him to him and he wanted to send him to Siberia to prison labor camp. And because he obeyed God for this Kairos time going to Gulag to prison labor camp because of faith for 11 years, this prison labor camp became for him a mission field. And because he went there, he brought not only my father to the Lord, but about 16 other prisoners to the Lord. And there was a church in the prison labor camp in Siberia. It was a powerful transformation. But he obeyed God and he went to Siberia and God gave him this time. You want to hear more about that? There's a book on the table over there called When God Sent Grace to the Soviet Gulag. If you don't have this book, get this book. This is a Christmas time. Get this book and send it to somebody because it's a powerful story of transformation, what God has done. And I'm in this book. (laughs) When God gives you the time, your and my responsibility is to obey God. You never know what the Lord can do in the time when you obey. You never know. Sometimes God gives you this time and you obey Him, you sow the seed and you don't know what will happen later on. You know, once in a while in our center, we have a, we have a anonymous alcoholics group coming in the summer. It's about 300 of them they come in the summer. They come for like four days or five days. They have their own meetings. And one, one year they, they ask us to do something for them. So our musician team, our worship team was singing to them. I was just sharing a little bit, but also I brought another friend of mine who was an alcoholic. Today he's a pastor. And he was giving the whole testimony how God set him free. You know, some of those people that came to this camp for the AA, uh, uh, this retreat in our center, probably they came just for one time. They will never come back. But God gave me the time. So I used this time. I obeyed God to plant the seed in those people's life. And I just believe that somebody will come and water that seed. And their lives will be changed. You never know what God can do through your life. Obey God in a Kairos time. And the fourth thing, when I think about the time that God gives us, I think it's a time and the taking the risk. Or paying the price. And when I'm, when I'm thinking about uh, the example of that, you probably know this example. When I was saying the paying the price or taking the risk. Esther. Esther, the lady that got put her into the position of the queen for the whole nation. And she had to take the risk. And she used the time and she took the risk. And because of her risk that she took, people's lives were saved. The whole nation of Israel was saved. She could say no. She could say maybe other time. She could say, I don't know. I have no time for this time because I'm busy. The other 
thing is, if I will come to the king, if he wouldn't point to me, I would be killed. Who would take that risk? It was a difficult situation. But I believe that God gave her the time. And she was willing to take the risk. And she brought the whole family, the, 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 the freedom to the whole nation. In my life, God gave me a different Kairos time. And I had to take the risk. Just recently, the, the risk that I had to take was to build the third building in our center. You know, God gave me the vision for the center. I was sharing about the vision. I believe that this is the place for God's glory. I believe that this is used for so many churches. We, we have so many, so many people. We, we do a lot of things. We have children and the, and the youth comes in that place. But I had to take a risk. Faith. Believing. Trusting God. Obeying God. That God will do the mighty work. And he's doing a mighty work in that place. Just think about that. How many children got saved in this place? How many children and the youth got baptized with the Holy Spirit in that place? How many visitations of the Lord they had in this place? I even couldn't count for that. For so many years when their lives were changed. When they came out from this very difficult environment, but God changed their lives, touched their lives. We take the risk. God gives us the time, and we take the risk. There's a one man in our city who was in the prison 25 years. 27, I think. 25 for one, just one, one crime. Uh, he wanted to kill the priest. And then, well, actually, he did, they didn't kill the priest. The priest uh, was alive, but the time when, when they did it, uh, everything what you were doing something for the Catholic priest, it was the highest crime. So for that crime that they did, and he was standing outside observing, you know, and the other guys, they were trying to rob, rob this priest. And then, they, so when they caught him, they gave him 25 years in the prison. Today, he would get maybe the maximum 8 to 12 years and after half of the, he would be out. But he stayed in the prison 25 years. The guy from our city. His brother was attending to our church. As he was a teenager together with Swabek. So he was in the prison. One day I came to the prison in the big one. Not the, our, our area, but in the, in the big one. Uh, maximum security. And he came to the meeting. And he shared the testimony with me. He said, I got saved. I gave my life to Christ. I'm, I'm attending to the church in the prison. I'm leading the group in the prison. And then so last few years, God put in his heart to study the Bible school from the prison. He finished one Bible school. He's doing the other Bible school. He's out of the prison since June. And then he has one more year to finish his Bible school with a master's degree in theology. He still needs to grow. So he came to our town. He didn't have anything. We took the risk. 
we started to help him. I don't know how he will be growing, what he will be doing. We just trust God that his testimony can speak to other people's life. He goes to other churches. He shares what God has done in his life. But God gives us a time. So we help with the apartment. We help with the furniture. We help with the other stuff. We help to pay some apartment for some, some stuff in the apartment for him. So he can, he can leave. And, he, and then he can travel also with some of uh, his friends. He's traveling now with one man who was a gangster in the whole nation. And he is well known as a nickname, Gepard. He was in the mafia. And then today he says, I changed the Lord in my life. I changed the master in my life. So he, he, he got connected with him because they've been together in the same prison. And they, they go and minister today. I took the risk. We're taking sometimes risk. Do we want to take the risk? Sometimes not. Because it's easy life without taking the risk. But it's more blessing life when you take the risk. And God can use us even more and more. So God gives you the time, the Kairos time, the special time. Do you trust him or not in that time? God gives you the time, the Kairos time. Do you believe him in that time or not? God gives you the time, the Kairos time. Do you obey him or not? God gives you the time, this Kairos time. Are you willing to pay the price or not? Everything depends on you. Because we are the one that making decision. Let me finish with this. Time is a segment of value. What is the value for you? Is the person a value for you? That you say, I'm going to meet with you. Is the promise that you give a value for you? Is the relationship that you have a value for you? Is the church that you attend a value for you? Or you say, I have no time. I'm so busy today. Are your friends value to you or family? What is a value for you in the time that God gave you. It's so important. You know, God gives us the time. And this time will pass. It will never come back. Just recently, I was flying here, united. <laughs> and I'm coming to the plane. I'm sitting in the plane. And then uh, sometimes when you are on the plane, you just think this. I close my eyes. I don't want anybody to sit by myself. I just want to rest. Do you think sometimes this way? Sure you do. But this time I'm sitting, and here comes the guy, and then uh, sitting there. Uh, so he's ordering. So he's ordering the shots. He's, he's drinking one shot, another shot, third shot. And he's opening himself. So we start to talk. <laughs> I have two hours. 
So I'm sitting and I started to talk to him. I said, I'm from Poland. He said, I'm from Hungary. I said, you're from Hungary? So you're Hungarian? That means that we are connected together. He said, yes. You know, in the history, I tell him, we've been connected as two nations. He said, yes, I love history. When he said this, I said, you love history? You know? And I was telling him about my father. I said, you know, my father got in Siberia. I was telling him about what happened. And I said, I have a book of my father in English. He said, yes. And I said, I want to give it to you. He said, no, I want to buy it. I said, you want to buy it? Yeah, I want to buy it. How much? 15 bucks. Okay, I will buy it. (laughs) Right on the plane. (laughs) You never know who you will meet on your path. God gives you this time. God gave me this time. I gave him this book. He paid for that book. (laughs) But I'm sure he will read it. You never know what God and Holy Spirit can do into his heart when he will read this book. God gives us the time. There was one time that God gave me. And I repented from that time. When I was in the high school, uh, one of our friends in the high school was a boy. They would get connected together. You know how it's in the high school. And then when we finished the high school, God was drawing in me, speaking to me to meet with this boy. But I always says, I have no time. Well, actually, it was excuse. I didn't want to go. Because he was living in another city. And then after a few years, I've got the information that he died. He was diagnosed with the cancer. And I knew that God was speaking to me. I didn't know that he was diagnosed with cancer until he died. But God was dealing with me. He wanted me to go and visit him and to share God's news with him. This time passed. And I didn't see him. Sometimes God gives us the time, this Kairos time. Use this time wisely. Because you never know what God can do through your life to touch other people's life. And that other person that you can touch with the love of Jesus and with the compassion of the Lord, he can bring in hundreds or thousands to the Lord. Amen? Amen? Use your time wisely. Thank you very much for listening to me. We love you. We miss you. But we we'll see you soon in Poland, just in two or three months. Blessings. <laughs> wow, that was a good word, amen? That was a good word. So uh, I encourage you to, to dwell on that, to chew on that for a little bit of time. <laughs> Take some time and let God speak to you about the moments, those moments. The God moments, you know, the Kairos, Kairos moments that, that God has for us. And, uh, you know, before we go, we want, we want to pray for, pray for you guys and, and lay hands on them and, and, and close. But I encourage you to, you know, th- there's a time and a season for everything. And so I do want to take this time to say, you know, is it your time to go to Poland? We have a trip coming up, and we want those that it's their time, it's, God, it's a God time to to hear God say, hey, this is the time. Is it your time to sponsor a child? 
Maybe you've never done that. Maybe you've been in our church for years and you've never done that. You've never taken that commitment. Hey, it might, you don't know. Again, I, I, you know, there's other things. You know, is it is it time for you to, uh, you know, go go to your neighbors that God's been speaking to you about? Whatever that time is, I encourage you to to, to respond uh, to the Lord. But uh, before we close, um, can we can we just have a few of us? Can the elders come on up and leaders and really let's just. Can we, can we just lay hands on Mark and Swabek, their family? We want to just pray a blessing over them. And uh, then they'll be in the back, and you can ask questions. If you have questions, if you want to get the book, if you want to sponsor a child, if you just want to talk about uh, the ministry in Poland. So, yeah, come on up, everybody. Whoever wants to come up and pray. If you've been on a team before, come on up. Would you Would you all come up here, and we can just, just lay hands on you. I don't have Ronnie pray. So... Um, Ronnie's going to pray pray over, use this prayer time. So, Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, come Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's amazing, Father, you would send someone from Poland to Midland, Texas, to Living Way Church, to share and to fire us up about time. Oh, God, you you know how to get the gasoline on the fire, Father God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, each and every one of us are encouraged. Now we pour it back to them, Heavenly Father. We pour the fire of the Holy Ghost on our brothers, Heavenly Father, that when they leave here, Heavenly Father, they will not be the same because there's somebody special. They're the only one of their kind. You know their wives. You know their kids, Heavenly Father. You know their kids' names. You know what they're doing, Heavenly Father. You know the number of hairs on their head, Father God. And you're going to use these men mightily. As they fish for fish, they're also fishing for men, Heavenly Father, everywhere they go. As they go hunting, they go hunt for deer, they're going to hunt for men, Heavenly Father. They're going to be used of you wherever they go. People are going to ask them, where in the world are you from? And they're going to say, I'm from Poland, but I'm a representative of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and somebody's, something special is going to happen to you today because you you noticed that I was from Poland. There's a God in Poland, and there's a God in America, and we see him working everywhere, and there's this is a divine appointment because you come my way. I thank you, Heavenly Father, there's a divine appointment for these two men, Heavenly Father. Order their steps, Father God. There's somebody special. And we, uh, we just anoint them right now in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost that you would minister to them, Heavenly Father, revive them, protect them, Heavenly Father, put the capsule of the Holy Ghost around them. No colds, no sniffles, nothing negative is going to touch their body. In Jesus' holy and righteous name, they're going to have a glorious time because you created this earth for these two guys to have a good time in it. We thank you, Father God, for these men of God. Continue to minister through them. Use them, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Father God, that love flows out from them. That is why people can receive from them. We thank you for that, Father God. In Jesus' holy name, the Holy Church said, Amen. 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 So if you want to uh, talk to Poland, they'll be out by the table. You can also sign up for their newsletter out there if you are not on their email list. Uh, if, you want to be, if you do sign up for a child, um, 
let us know that you are sponsoring a child just so we, we keep track and let Mark know how many sponsorships are coming from our church so they can just, you know, budget and do all the things they need to do. Um, if you want to be involved in this somehow, you can see Narda right here. Once you go do Poland first, but then... Uh, you can see, and we also need a setup for Family Promise, and Guy is in charge of our setup. We've already begun it. Uh, uh, the, last week we were able to set up some, but there's still some to be set up. We need to move some stuff, so uh, as soon as you're done with uh, chatting with Mark and Swabek, touch the base with them, you know, grab something and move it in one of the classrooms, but uh, uh, we are dismissed. We have no Wednesday service. It's Family Promise this week. If you still want to sign up, uh, go ahead and grab a slot there, and uh, have a Happy Thanksgiving if we don't see you before then.